Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Shams and Gossip. I'm Carlin here with Stephanie. Hello. And it is like day who knows how long we've been in this quarantine. Um, so we've been in quarantine for at least 50 days because you completed your 50th workout. Oh, that's right. So at least. So, so at least 50. Yeah. Oh, man. That's crazy. <laughs> Do you think you're going to complete that workout program before we're out of quarantine? Uh, a hundred days, right? Yeah. I say no. <laughs> I mean, that would be great if at like day a hundred, it's when they're like, yay. And you can go back. <laughs> Being normal. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, Today we have a good show. We got some gossip to chat about and a lot of show talk. So um, let's get rolling. We, Stephanie, what are we drinking today? So today we are finally getting to taste our Loverboy Spritz. So Ooh. as you all know, we purchased Loverboy Spritz um, and we attended that charity event with all the Bravo people. So we finally got our Loverboy in the mail. So we both are drinking Loverboy Spritz, which it is a aromatic cocktail. It comes in a can and there's two flavors, but the flavor that was out when we ordered was blueberry lemon kissed with basil, Um, zero added sugar, gluten-free, 6% alcohol. The can is a slim can, like a White Claw, but it's not as big as a White Claw. It's more like a Babe Rosé can, if you've ever had one of those. Yeah. Um, And the can says, good times, no regrets. So here we go. Here we go. Let's pop it open. I'm like, ooh, it smells good. Smells really good. It smells so good. And it comes out like dark, so it looks... I poured mine over ice and some blueberries. Oh, look at you. I have mine straight up with a straw. Oh, yeah. I have a straw. I like it. Oh, it's good. Yeah. It does not, not taste like alcohol. No, it doesn't. And it, it's not sweet Well, because it says zero added sugar. And it's gluten. So what's not on the can, though, is like the total number of calories. Hmm. Because it just says zero added sugars. Yeah. I'm curious if I can find that real quick because it tastes good. Yeah, it's good. Um, is it the same size? It is the same size as the um, as Babe? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Oh, I only- so. They only have 100 calories and two grams of sugar. Oh, okay. That's great. Yeah. And then the new flavor that just came out um, – like literally just came out this week is does not even appear. Oh, here it is, is mango peach kissed with chili pepper. Oh, that sounds good. It does sound good. And like pepper would be like a little like spice. So I don't think it'll be really bad because like, I don't really taste the basil in this one. Oh yeah. Like, I don't know if I know what basil, like, if I could really pinpoint basil. Italian food. Oh. 
Italian food, all of it. <laughs> I mean, like I would have thought they would have put mint in this, to be honest, instead of basil. But it's good. I like it. I, I'm I'm not saying I don't like it. I love it. But I don't I don't taste basil really. Yeah. I taste the berries more, like for sure, right? Mm-hmm. It's good though. I don't know if I like drinking it drinking It's very drinkable. It's a paper straw too. It's very yeah. drinkable. It's very drinkable. <laughs> well, of course. No, I'm uh, saying like, I mean, it's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's roll into our top five. So today our top five is our top five. Um, hold on. our top five favorite songs of the summer. So, which that could mean, I guess, all-time favorite songs of the summer, songs that you love to play in the summertime that, like, makes you feel like it's time for summer or things you play at the beach or the pool. Um, so, Stephanie, do you... My list- yeah, I can go. My list is all over the place with those things that you just said. <laughs> so the reason that I thought of this is so earlier I was like online and um, so like Billboard today had a poll like trying to guess like what do you think the songs of 2020 are going to be? So they have this like long list. So like Say So by Doja Cat featuring Nicki Minaj. Oh, yeah. Which I just learned who Doja Cat is this week. <laughs> but Sugar by Harry Styles, mm-hmm. which I thought that song had been out for a while. Yeah. Um, that Way by Lil Uzi Vert. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Stupid Love oh, by Lady Gaga. I think I know. Sure I do. I, the thing is, normally I know songs. I just don't know names. Yeah. Blinding Lights by The Weeknd, which I love, but also that song's been out for a hot minute. Um, my pick is Savage by Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce. Uh, Toosie Slide by Drake. Oh, yeah. After yeah, Party. Yeah. Oh, I know that song, yeah. Oh, by yeah. Don Tolliver. What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow. X by the Jonas Brothers. Break My Heart by Dua Lipa. Super Lonely. By Bani. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like It Is by Kaiga. Kaigo, Zara, and Taiga. Hmm. And Yo Pero Sola by Bad Bunny. Oh, I so love Those it. are songs you can vote for on Billboard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, what? Some of those, I guess some of those songs I would pick. But I, so all of my songs are old. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mine aren't that old, but, well, I have a mix. So, okay. So I have on my list, Mm -hmm. I have Old Town Road, which is not old, but I love it. (laughs) And technically it's old because it's Old Town Road. It's a song. I know it's a newer one, but I I still love it. Um, okay, and then I have on my list uh Bad Fish by Sublime. Oh, I always play that at the beach. Sublime is a good one. Um, 
Hold on. My list is 14 long, so I'm trying to edit oh as I go. You're trying to narrow your five down. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And then my next one is No Shoes, No Shirt, No Problem by Kenny Chesney. Oh, that's a good one. Because I tend to get a little country at the beach. Yeah. I like country music, and then I like um, – um, I don't know how to describe it. I think it's like music that people get high to. <laughs> like, 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 um, um, uh, jam band music. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Jam, yeah. Band. jam band. Yeah. Um, okay. I also then have on my list, uh, I have We Found Love by Calvin Harris. Ooh, that's a good one. Rihanna. I love that song in the summer. Okay. Yep. And then I don't know if it came out in the summer, but I just love playing it. It reminds me like windows down, top down. Well, I don't have a convertible. I think it came out in the summer. And then my last one, only because last week we talked about boy bands, is Summer Girls by LFO. (laughs) That's amazing. I actually love that. Yes. Okay. I have, this is so funny. I, I have Cool for the Summer, Demi Lovato, because I actually okay. really like that song. Um, and then my next song is We Belong Together, Mariah Carey, mainly yes. because that album came out in the summer. And I just remember listening to the whole thing like all summer long. Um, so that's why I have it on there. Um, Summertime, Will Smith, because I just feel like that's like a go-to summer song on everyone's like playlist yep um lollipop little wayne because it's another song (laughs) it's another song that came out in the summer of when i was like i can't remember i i looked it up i think it's like 2008 and i feel like that was a very fun summer and that's one of my most favorite songs of all Mm -hmm. time it's so great it's so (laughs) great um and then my last one is from the summer of 2003. Um, and it just reminds me of getting ready to go to college and listening to it. So it's Holiday Inn by Chingy. I love it. It's great. I'm going to make a playlist on Apple Music and make it public with our favorite songs of the oh summer. Oh, my God, yeah. We can add others, too, besides these. Yeah, I love oh. it. Because <laughs> it is summer, almost. It's almost summer. So It is almost summer. We're going to need their playlist. Yeah, everyone needs to know their songs to listen to during the summer. Yeah. In their quarantine summer. <laughs> right. <laughs> Have drinking and hanging out at their outside of their houses and swimming pools. Yeah, kiddie pools. Are you gonna get a kiddie pool? Um, you know, I thought about it, but I don't think so. <laughs> I thought about it, and I don't have a yard or a driveway. I have a yard, but I also or a hose. Yeah, I own oh, oh. <laughs> We have a hose, but I just feel like. Our backyard is like too public, so like if I'm laying out, like all of our neighbors can see me. Yeah, it's really weird. So no, <laughs> yeah, that'll not be um, on my Amazon buy list. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm gonna try really hard to not buy a kiddie pool because I have <laughs> n- literally no way to use it. But I have looked at them. 
Yeah, I no, I'm, do it. I'm like, no, stay away, don't do it. Yeah. Um, okay. Do we want to get into some stories first, and then we can talk shows? Yeah, let's talk about like some celeb gossip stuff first, because okay. I feel like there's less because we yeah. haven't talked about shows in a while, and so we yeah. can kind of like get into our thoughts on LeBrov's. Yes, the rules. Um, okay. So my first story that I have is it just popped up that um, Kristen Cavallari just said that she is ending very Cavallari, which, I mean, are we surprised? I'm not surprised, but I am kind of sad because I liked the show and – I I mean, I think it was a smart decision for her because I think that obviously for the show to be interesting, there has to be drama and or like partying. Yeah. And so it's probably a bad look for her if she's going through a divorce and filming a reality show. But at the same time, like I would love a single Kristen reality show. Oh, so good. But I get it. I understand it. And I respect her decision, but. Right. I mean, maybe. And I feel like it's a lot with her, like with kids and, you know, in the stores and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like it's probably like would be a little too much because I mean, to be honest, like the majority of the show, like, yes, they focused on like Uncommon James, but a lot of it was her family and like, minus the kids, but a lot of it was like her and Jay's relationships, their friends, that type of stuff. So Yeah. yeah, I feel like it would just be a different show. I also, though, I'm curious what's going to happen with Uncommon James because I listened to a podcast about Jay and Kristen and D. Lawyer, and he basically said that, like, Jay's been paying for everything with Uncommon James and that, like, it's really hard for brands to make a profit and that, like, it might not be making a profit yet. And he's been funding it and he like part of the the reason he thinks they are getting a divorce is because Jay basically like stopped like letting her like spend all his money. Mm. And like that's a big part of it because apparently Jay's been cheating like the whole time. Mm. And they had a really terrible relationship before they got married. Well, yeah, because they broke up. They broke up numerous times. Right. And one of the times they got back together, he literally texted her and was like, hey, let's get back engaged. And this was a public story that people knew about. He texted oh, wow. her saying, let's get back engaged. And she said yes. And he mailed her the engagement ring. My God. He yeah, then they got it on her again. They broke up. She mm-hmm. mailed it back. Oh, my God. Like bananas. So... I'm just curious to see what will happen with all of that. Same. Ugh. But it's going to be sad because it's a good show. And it would have been so fun seeing her and, like, Justin hanging out. And, like, because she's been staying with him so much. And I wanted more of, like, Justin. I wanted more of, like, you know, maybe them planning their wedding and that stuff. And maybe, <gasps> maybe, maybe he'll get a show. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe he'll get a show. That'd be amazing if they just kind of, like, segued it into his. Yeah. Because I think it'd be interesting enough, especially with him 
with all his clients, they could so do DPQ house. Yeah. And even if like, okay, obviously Jennifer Aniston's probably not going to be down with it, but like he also does the hair of like a lot of bachelor people and YouTube people and TikTokers and stuff. So like, I'm sure some of those Tatiana's will like totally be okay with being filmed. They love television. Yeah. So I think that'd actually be a really cool show. I I would watch it. E. Same. (laughs) I would totally watch it. (laughs) Of course. I mean, what do we not watch? Yeah. It's very rare. Oh my gosh. So, oh, well, I'll wait till we go. No, go ahead. You go. Oh, no. I was going to say, because you said you were watching that new show on, what show were you? Did you say you Outer Banks. No, not Outer Banks. The other, the, didn't you see you're watching a reality show? Um, Oh, yes. (laughs) Extreme (laughs) Cougars. Yes. So, and then I was telling you how one of my friends said we need to watch Smothered, which is like, it's like mom, like overly obsessive moms. And I was like, oh my gosh. I haven't given that one a watch yet, but Extreme Cougars. Okay, first off, when I say I've been watching it, I watched one episode. (laughs) But holy shit. (laughs) Like, like it was worth it. First off, no one can ever talk smack about the shows that I do watch because there are things out there that are way, way worse. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, this show, like, first off, I was so uncomfortable watching it. I felt like I needed to take a shower afterwards because, like, legit, this one lady is, like, I don't remember how old she was, but, like, old, like, 70s, 80s. She is at, like, a club where there's, like, a pool too, and this guy is there, and he is, like, probably 22, and she sees him in the pool and starts eyeing him, and it's, like, before they've met. And this is, like, so weird. So, like, I don't know if they were just, like, filming her, if it was all fake and set up. But then he goes and sits down and starts talking to her. And then they, like, set up a date. And she's, like, in her 80s? She's old. She's old. Like, wrinkles, gray hair. Like, she looks great for her age. I'm not going to lie. Like, so, but still. old. He was, like, probably hot. Mid, mid-20s at the latest. And she's, like mid 70s at the like youngest wow and then this other couple oh my god they were real fucking weird first off mike was watching it with me and he was like he's gay he's gay these guys are all gay (laughs) and i was like okay well i don't know if it's true but it could be but this one guy was like 21 he was having a um crap i'm not gonna remember what it's called it was like a bonding ceremony or something but basically it's like some weird marriage ceremony and he's like 21 and the girl he was getting married or bonded to was like 55 and they were like on a mountain all their friends were there and they did this whole ceremony and so only one of his like friends or family members showed up and so like they kept interviewing Well, right, but so they were interviewing all of, like, her friends, and they all were like, oh, my God, they're so in love. We've never seen her so happy. And then they cut to the friend of the guy, and he just goes, this is fucking weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is it was so weird. So weird. They're on a mountaintop doing this weird, weird ceremony. They, were, they pulled out a dagger, and Mike was like, oh, my God, are they going to, like, like 
share blood. Like what's happening? And they just like stick the dagger in this like cup that's like this like goblet thing and like swirl the like wine that's signifying blood and then you drink it and then they're like bonded together. I don't that's not the right word, but Ew. I was hooked. And if we weren't leaving to go someplace, <laughs> I would have watched hours. You would have watched more. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. It's on TLC. Um, oh jeez. Everything's on TLC. All the crazies are on TLC. The Learning Channel is really the trashy channel. Yes, it really is. Um, Okay. Uh, What do you have? Um, So you sent me a thing today that they're doing a Legally Blonde 3. And Reese Witherspoon's going to be in it. And then Mindy Kaling is writing the script, which means it's going to be amazing. Yeah. They just so they just announced it today because I saw like Mindy posted it and stuff like that. So I think it just was so it was early in the morning where like somebody had gotten a hold of it before the news traveled. But um, I'm excited. I don't remember if I saw Legally Blonde too. It was so bad. I saw it. <laughs> it was so bad. What happened in that one? Um, she went to, uh, yeah, I do. She went to DC to get a bill about her dog. Yes. I just remember the scene where, um, her friend from the hair salon is like, it makes me want a hot dog real bad. Yeah. (laughs) Because they're wearing red, white, and blue in the car on the way to DC. Okay. I, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. It was bad. Legally Blonde 2 was so bad. Legally Blonde 1 was so good. The musical on Broadway, so good. Too bad, but I'm excited for three. I, um, yeah, I'm excited for three, especially because Mindy's writing it. Um, I still need to watch her show. Never have I ever. Yeah. That's on my list. It's so good. It's so cute. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait. Yay. I love it. I mean, it's going to be years away. Right. Um, I, so, oh my gosh, I was just looking on Instagram because um, Chrissy Teigen had been sending out like gift um, bags or packages. Oh, yeah, I saw. I'm waiting for mine. Yeah. Well, Heather McDonald was like, oh my God, thank you, Chrissy Teigen. But she was, <laughs> she was at Target and she put her own basket together. It's hilarious. <laughs> that is so funny it's really really funny I um (laughs) I love it but how awesome is that like you just send a random I mean I guess people have been doing it for forever yeah they've been doing it for a while but this is one that really made me jealous because I have one of Chrissy Teigen's um uh Cook no, well, I've seen a lot of her recipes, but no, from her collection of like cooking stuff from yeah. Target, I have a cast iron pan, oh. and it is unbelievable. I love using it. It's huge yeah. too. It's her like she calls it her favorite like one, yeah. but it is it is so it's awesome. I love it. I want all of her products, and I, I want like her, her. I like her. I have I have one of her cookbooks. And, and I don't remember, uh, I don't, right now, I don't know which one I have. But, cravings? Um, yeah, well, because it's Cravings and Cravings too. Yeah. Um, 
but I don't know which which ones I got because I know we got my sister-in-law both of them but some of the recipes look really great but like so now that Matt is back doing keto I'm like shit a lot of these things I can't make yeah like was making stuff before so but I made like what did I make I made her potatoes She's got some good like recipes in there that I need to like really get into. Yeah, I love watching her cook on her Instagram. I mean, I know there's a lot of Chrissy haters out there because I see you. I see you in the Facebook that I'm in and I just let the haters go because I love her and her cooking shit is so good. Like, I mean, I love following her. How would you hate her? Like, she's so great you and I see you and I hate you <laughs> oh I love that yeah. um I I'm excited for her new cookbook I want to get it soon but I'm trying to like calm it on the shopping yeah I'm trying not to um just because I'm trying to save money so yeah my husband isn't mad at me <laughs> I am also trying to save money but then I get bored I know. It's so crazy because I don't even have time for any of these new hobbies I think that I should start. <laughs> that you are going to start? Yeah. I literally don't have time for them, but I doesn't matter. I get bored for 20 minutes. Yeah, but my weekends are packed. Of course. <laughs> of course they are. No, like they're packed. No, I know. I know. I believe you. I totally believe you. So... Um, um yeah another story that we that I sent you that we talked about was or we didn't talk about but I sent it to you is apparently Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly I okay but isn't she married yeah well okay so here's the thing I saw and I I'd have to go back and find it but I mean, it was like maybe yesterday or the day. Oh, before yesterday that. they announced their split. Yes. So yesterday they announced their split. But I also feel like there was um, there was a photo of her maybe coming out of his house, out of Machine Gun Kelly's house, or something. She looked kind of crazy. But I thought they had they. I mean, a while ago they had separated and then they got back together. Um, but I mean, I really like. I don't know. I don't really like Megan. Uh, Megan Fox? I was only putting up with her because she was with Brian Austin Green. Correct. So now I'm like, great. I don't have to like you. And I never really liked you. So it's it's fine. But Machine Gun Kelly is so not attractive. Also, allegedly, he's like hardcore into drugs. And everyone who gets involved with him is normally into drugs. I mean, do you see him? Of course he is. He, the photo I am looking at right now of him that Us Weekly posted, he looks like the biggest druggie of life. Like I would not leave David Silver for that. Well, no. I mean, granted, I mean, we don't know if, if he's... I would, I would keep David Silver at all costs compared to that. <laughs> You're like, David Silver for life. <laughs> It does not matter. Oh my gosh, that is funny. But yeah, it's um, yeah. I mean, Brian Austin Green, where is he going? 
That's crazy. Oh, man. Well, that's sad. Okay. Well, that makes me a little less confused, though, because when you sent that story earlier, I was like, I missed the divorce. Yeah. It kind of like, um, it kind of jumped, like they went from, it was buried for sure. Like, I feel like it. they announced it or they said that. And then all of a sudden this story came out too. So I feel like it was a little like hard, not hard, but like crazy. Um, I had another story that now, of course I'm, (coughs) excuse me. I'm not going to be able to, to find. Um, Oh, do we want to talk about the Ariana Grande? Uh, what's his face? Ariana Grande Bieber. Kashi six nine Justin Bieber. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> did you watch the whole video? No, I couldn't. Because <laughs> you hey, couldn't. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I love Post Malone. But also, I don't take him seriously. I can't take you seriously if your face is covered in tattoos. Like, I can't. And I know it's bad and it's terrible, but, like, I can't. So, like, I watched the video for, like, a solid 30 seconds, and then I was just, like, oh, no. Also, like, yelling. Yeah, and he also should still be in jail. Well, yeah. Like, didn't he only get released because of corona? Yeah, I think he's on house arrest, I think. Let me yeah. know, like So like I'm sorry that you weren't number one. Right. <laughs> well, and and the fact that he's like blank, like Matt like saying that people are paying for uh, I was gonna say paying to get to be number one, which I mean, if they are, it's not like that that's not something that people haven't been doing. I'm sure they have. But my so basically Takashi Six Nine, right? That's Takashi. Yeah, six, I think yeah. so. So yeah. he is alleging that Scooter Braun, basically, that's ha- who it has to be. He's alleging because they're both Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber are both repped by him now. Right. So their song came out and debuted at number one, and Takashi is number two, I think. And he's saying that. Um, Six credit cards were used to purchase 30,000 of the uh, buys for the Stuck With You song or whatever. Yeah. Which, how does he have that information, A? Correct. B, uh, like, I don't think, I don't, I don't know. It, it could be true, but if it's true, then wouldn't every single Justin Bieber song debut at number one? Right. I mean, and it, and I don't think it does, right? Well, Yummy debuted at number two. Well, Yummy was terrible. Right, but like, but I'm just saying, so like, if that was a thing that they were doing, wouldn't they do oh, it with yeah. all the songs? Yeah. But also, they've always done this kind of thing throughout time. Like, NT Lawyer, which I know I cite him all the time, but he was Fine. talking not specifically about this, but he was talking about like... um how when albums are certified gold and platinum basically back in the day like it was based on how many units shipped so basically everyone would ship out tons and tons and tons more units than actually sold and they would get their albums certified whatever level and then at the end of the day they ultimately get shipped back but they didn't take back the certification of the thing so that's why people will have like gold albums and you're like they have a gold album 
Right. <laughs> and that's why, because it's units shipped. So right. like that kind of stuff's always happened. So if this is what's happening. Okay. But also like sometimes my card gets declined, declined if I shop at the same store within like three hours online. Yeah. At the same time. I'm yeah. using the same card. So they were allowed to purchase 30,000 copies of the song with six credit cards. No way. No, they would get flagged. Right. They would 100% get flagged. Like, like, like fraud. It would, the people would probably think it was fraud. Yeah. And I think on Ariana Grande's website, she had a limit that you could buy max four. Right. Because her fans are crazy. Crazy. Like, why would you buy four copies of the song digitally? Why the fuck do you need four copies? Like, it's, why? Like, it's not like four different versions. It's like the same no, song. No, it's the same song. Like, I don't get, I don't get it. Like, they're so weird. They just love, like, some of those fans are crazy. I mean, I would do it for NSYNC new music. <laughs> yeah, we know you would. I would sell my kidney for a new NSYNC. <laughs> Oh my gosh. If it was um, good. If it was like a song of the summer, not if it was like that, sh- like bad shit. Yeah. Only a song of the summer. <laughs> um, there was also a story that um, this woman came out saying that Tristan Thompson was the father of her child. And they, did you see that? I saw it, but I didn't read the whole article tell me what happened so i'm like i have the article up so it's really funny but it's it's not funny but um it says tristan thompson is fed up with what he what he calls out and outlie out lies about him fathering a child so he's followed through with a lawsuit against his accuser um kimberly alexander the woman who's very publicly claimed the nba star is the father of her five-year-old son something he's repeatedly denied in the lawsuit Tristan says attorney test he took back in January definitely concluded that he is not the father. Um, according to the suit obtained by TMZ, after the test results came back, Kimberly posted the DNA report, which was supposed to be confidential, ooh, on her Instagram page. In the caption, she accused the lab of sabotage and insisted, I know for sure that Tristan Thompson is the father of my child. What? I'm sorry, what? Uh, wait, goes as we first told you, Kimberly is also pissed off Chloe Kardashian by accusing her of paying off people to fix the test results. Chloe and Tristan fired off a cease and desist letter, but Kimberly turned around and even posted that on social media. In the docs, Tristan says Kimberly also publicly lied about him by claiming on social media he had he had actually taken an at-home preg- uh, paternity test. Tristan says the reality is the test he took was administered by one of the most reputable reputable labs in the country. Um, He's even offered to take a second test to appease Kimberly, provided they use another reputable third-party facility. In fact, the whole matter reminds reminds Tristan's attorney of an iconic number one song. He says in the docs, to quote Michael Jackson, the kid is not his son. Oh, my God. No. The Tristan further alleges Kimberly, and it says Billie Jean is only barking about this now when the child is five because she's fallen on hard times financially. The docs claim Kimberly has been evicted from five residences in the last seven years. They also say that she was recently dropped by her celeb attorney, Lisa Bloom. Oof. That's really sad. 
like her circumstances, but like you know that like if somebody approached anyone related to the Kardashians about any sort of like paternity suit or whatever, like Chris is going to have that shit on lock. It's not going to be an at-home test. Correct. The results are going to be accurate. Yep. And that's I mean, I don't think he's the father. No. And if he like I feel like rather than like if he were the father, rather than like tampering with the test results, you just make a little $10 million payoff. Right. Or something. So like, I don't think he's the father. Right. Because my thing, right. My thing is if he was, then they would have paid, you know, and been like here. Right. And your, your lawyer's not going to drop you. Right. Right. Why did your lawyer drop you? She probably dropped you because you couldn't pay. Or you couldn't pay her, so... Or you were, like, going against her advice, and then you couldn't pay, and, like, why? There's not going to be a payout at the end. Like, a right. lot of times they'll take those cases pro bono because they are like, oh, well, I'm going to get, you know, 30% of this at the after, so yeah. it's worth it. But, no, not if it's you're not actually dealing with the father. Right. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Update. I finished my first lover boy. I did too. Mine's all I'm done. on to my next one. I know. I need to get another one too. Um, okay. Do you have anything else on your? Um, no, everything else is just like related to shows kind of. So. Okay. We can get, we can go into that. Um, so basically, um, let's see. Bravo has been turning out some really good episodes of some shows lately. So I think we should get into talking about them. Yeah. I so agree. Um, let's see. We definitely need to talk about Atlanta, New York, yeah, yeah. and Beverly yeah. Hills for sure. Below deck, below deck sailing yacht. Would you like to talk for like two seconds? <laughs> uh, yeah. I hate the Chiefs too. Yeah. She's so terrible. And somebody said... Somebody in um, one of the Watch What Happens, Watch What Crappens groups was like, "What if they replace Kate and with Jenna?" And I was like, I commented and I was like, "No, thank you. She is literally the worst." First off, I don't think Captain Lee would put up with her bullshit. I think he would see through some of the shit that she does. First off, yeah. she is the laziest person on her team. Like actually lazy. Like I know people always say Hannah and Kate are lazy. But, like, they aren't, and she is. Yeah. The last episode was, like, in, like, her... And I think I think what the issue with her, too, is, like, her tone is very monotone. So, she... So, she's very condescending, but then her tone makes her even more condescending. Yes. And so, like, your boss, like, the captain is trying to have a conversation with you and your response is so snarky and like, well, I guess I'll just tell Adam not to touch me. Are you kidding me? She is such a hypocrite on some of the shit that she says and does. And like, I get it. She's a higher rank, but like, she's so terrible. And like, I can't, I literally cannot stand her. Mm -mm. Like I like, I can't focus on anything else besides the fact that she's so bad. Like, I, like and I, I mean, I don't. The season's okay. I mean, I I will be interested to see if they if they continue and they get another season. Yeah. Um. 
I just, I don't know. I'm not like. I watch it as like, uh, because there isn't below deck and like, I watch it because it's on. Right. And if I didn't watch it now, I'd probably wait till the dead of summer when there is nothing on and still watch it. So I might as well just watch it now. But I don't, I don't love it. Yeah. Um, I, the captain to me is so weak. Yeah. Well, he's just too, he's just he's too, too relaxed, passive and too, yeah. yeah, too relaxed. But I think that's because they're on a sale. It's so, I, I, I know it's the vibe of the so boat. different. Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't like that. And yeah. I, I think he lets them like walk all over him, but, yeah. and also like, like from the viewer's point of view, like Madison is actually working really hard and they treat yes. her like shit. I feel bad for Madison. Like, yeah, she's a little bitchy sometimes, but she's also like doing her job and like yeah. having to pick up the slack for everyone else. George is too worried about fucking pageant and like, you know, that dumb shit. And I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm watching it and I, I'm still liking it, but I'm not loving it. Right. And I hate Jenna. I also feel like they got so many episodes. They have a lot for a new show. It's, I mean, minus Family Karma and Shaw. Well, I'm saying like a new show that oh, no, don't yes, really yes, get they that have many. Correct. Normally a new show on Bravo gets like six to eight episodes of right. like a show. And I feel like they're over 10. Yeah, they're definitely over 10. So, I mean, maybe it was because they filmed the entire, like, yacht season. And so oh, it's kind of yeah. hard, you know, you like, to – they're not just going to show, like, five charters because yeah. people know there's other charters. So they kind of had probably, like, to agree to a longer, like, yeah. pickup. But, um, yeah, I'm curious if it will come back as well. I mean, I think it will. I think people are watching it. But I don't know if they're watching it because it's good or because of the quarantine. Uh, I feel like people are not watching it because it's good. I feel like people are watch are hate watching it. To well, be yeah, honest. yeah, I really think they are. I know at least most majority of the people in the Crappens group are hate watching it. Yeah, right. But hate watching it gives them viewers, yeah, and giving them that. viewers gives yeah. them a rating, which keeps yeah. them around. So you're right, you're right, you're right. But it's fine. I like to hate watch. Yeah. Um. Okay. I did not hate watch the Atlanta reunion. Oh my gosh. It is so good. And here's the thing. So did you watch who has had a, Oh, summer house is the only one who's had a virtual reunion so far besides. Yeah. Um, so the difference is great. Um, and I also, I, I don't know. A part of me is like, I kind of like the virtual reunions. Oh, like, I feel like people, I feel like they, they, some people respect if people are talking, but I do like the fact that like Andy can mute them and then be like, we're moving on. Like, stop this. Cause in real life you can't do that. Cause they're just fucking yelling at each other. And then Andy just has to sit there and just look like so annoyed. Yeah. I mean, Andy is the star of the reunion. His face is so good. His face is his shade. I made his muting everything. Yes. It is so good. The quality of it is amazing. Like right? I, like I don't understand how their pictures are so clear. So like clear. it is great. Um, I mean, it, there's a lot of cleavage going on. Oh my god! Can we talk about Eva's 
is not good. So I thought most of their cleavage wasn't great. It was too much. Marlowe's like too it's much. too much cleavage. It's to the point where it's like it's not attractive cleavage. It's like like a little like raunchy. Yeah, like Like I, I actually liked Portia's was fine, but like me, too much. Yeah, Uh, Marlo, too much. Eva's not good. No, it was terrible. I love that they all wore white. Yes, I love that they had a theme. I love that they all dressed up. I love that they had glam. Yes, I love that Andy asked who actually got their glam did and who did it themselves. Right. Um, I love the fighting. I mean, it, it's good. Like I thought I wasn't going to enjoy it. Like I thought it was going to feel like I was missing something mm-hmm. and I don't feel that way at all so far. I mean, they, they really brought it. And like Portia, I've said this, like 100 Portia has become my favorite. Like her, I think she's funny. I think her shade is funny. I think she gets it I think yes you know I I I used to like Kenya but I think now I think it's funny that like when people are like your shade you're shading people and you're trying you're saying it's funny shade but then people do the same thing to you and you think they're attacking you or it's right. or you're, it's mean and it's like she doesn't understand. Like if you're gonna be if you're gonna be a shady bitch, then own it and own the fact that people are gonna be shady back to you because you are the one who's doing it to them. Like yeah, like I yeah. Go ahead. I just I think Kenya and Nini are too have gotten to a point where they're too petty, and they yeah. like you said, like they like to say that they're like joking around, but they take it too far to a point where they're not joking. Right. There's definitely something behind it. And also then like they can't, they can dish it, but they can't take it. Right. And they, they seem to not have like a positive attitude about it at the end of the day. Like Portia is so funny and she gets it. You're, you hit it like right on the, right. the nail on the head. Like she gets it. And her shade she is understands. funny. Like, like, even the thing that she said about Kenya wearing wig, wearing a wig. And she was like, She was like, um, what did she say? She was like, I mean, she might be a secret shopper of go naked hair. I could tell you her, you know, but you could tell in her infliction that she's being silly and being funny. You know what I mean? And she's not saying anything to be nasty. And I think that that's the difference is that, you know, it's, there's a difference when you're saying it with malicious, with, with being malicious. And I don't think she was. She was just being silly and being like, girl, you're lying, you know? Yeah, I agree with you on that fully. I think that she's a great, great housewife. And I know a lot of people like Kenya. And, like, I think the old Kenya was probably better. Um, I don't think I watched a lot of those seasons when she had just come on. Um, But I don't know. I mean, to be honest, I could do without Mimi and Kenya. I, so I used to like Kenya and then this season, like, I just felt really bad for Kenya. Well, yes. Like, I think her situation with Mark is just like, it's terrible. And he like seems so controlling and so like, you know, just like not a great, like significant other. 
But I also think that she has, she used to be more like Portia in that like, she was a lot more like lighthearted with her shade and like her shade was funny and not always like negative intentions behind it. And now it just seems nasty. Like Mm -hmm. her and Mimi's feud, it just is not, it's not fun to watch as a viewer. Right. Like, and Nini's behavior, like, I get it. She's, like, an OG housewife. She's always been extreme. We love her because she's extreme. But, like, I think her behavior has gone off the rails a little bit. But, so, she was live the other day. Oh, God. And I happened to be, like, oh, like, because I like to randomly see who's live and just, like, click in to see, like, who they're with or, like, what it is. And she was live. And it was her sitting in her house basically just going off on the reunion and I didn't watch it for long because after after a few minutes I was over it she was basically just blaming everything on everybody else but she said that she had sat there for like three hours and they had just been like coming at her and like she didn't say Andy but she was like nobody was protecting me nobody was stopping it like and for three hours they just were like badgering me and badgering me and badgering me and so like yeah I just turn my computer off <laughs> yeah but like, like I don't know I think everybody was badgering everybody you know well, right I'm, it's a reunion but I also think she was just being super defensive but she also wasn't owning any of her behavior that right, led right. to them badgering her and like wanting answers about her behavior and about certain things that happened in the season because she always deflects she never like admits that she did something she always deflects and it's like always somebody else right so it's like yeah a problem and it's just like just even even when cynthia was like we both said terrible things and she's like no it's like just say yeah you both yeah. Were, oh you both and portia and portia actually was the one because i i will agree that like at the end of the day if portia and nini decide to have a conversation and they decide to be friends again let them be friends again like who cares like if they have if they have mended whatever they have mended then that's their deal and i think portia was like look because I forgot who, who it was, but somebody was trying to say, well, she said all these bad things about you. Oh, it was Candy. Because when they basically were saying when they, when she hugged her, she was like, oh, it's been so hard without you. And she's like, what are you talking about? And, can't, and um, Portia was like, you know, when I got divorced, Nini was there for me. She was there. She was there for me the hardest time. And I expected her to be there for me during another hard time in my relationship and she wasn't because we were in this feud and she was like and then candy was like yeah but she was in your hardest time she was calling you names like we were both calling each other names we were both saying terrible things and like that's the thing if you both are agreeing like we were both terrible humans like yeah it's not right like at all then be okay with it not okay with it but you know <laughs> yeah exactly um, but it gives me hope for the other reunions that are going to be virtual. So, like, yeah, I yeah. think Vanderpump will be the next virtual reunion. And they have three parts. I saw somebody post it. Yeah. So there's still one more part of Atlanta to go. And then I can't believe that tonight is the season finale of Vanderpump. Yeah, it cannot. feels like it went so fast, 20 episodes already. And also, then, Yeah, I also feel like I'm kind of 
I don't know. I'm like 50-50. Say it. I'm 50-50 on this season. I feel like they made it seem like the season was going to be so good. And it really hasn't been. The season sucked. Yeah. Especially, and here's where Bravo really screwed themselves over. But, I mean, they had no choice. But by playing season one, season two, season three, (laughs) season four, while you're simultaneously watching this season, this season is garbage. Those seasons were iconic. Those seasons are why I love Vanderpump Rules. This season, it's so bad. And, like, I really wish that they would split the show into two shows if they want to keep it going with all these new people. Like, I just... I'm not against the new people. I just, I don't like when they try to mix them all in. Yeah, it's no. very clear that they're not friends. And then we get these awkward scenes with like Sheena that are so uncomfortable. Like, and I know there was a whole scandal with the producer. Oh, yes. So like, a, it came out this past week that on a podcast, a producer of Vanderpump Rules basically said that she was told to make Sheena look bad and to make like Stassi look great. And so she admitted to like editing things to make uh, Stassi or Sheena look really terrible. One of the things was the whole situation at Stassi and Bo's engagement party where um, she was like, it made it seem like she was hitting on Nikolai, Stassi's brother, and she wasn't. And there's been, like, a lot of things that were cited. And so then Bravo did fire her. So she's gone. But even if they were editing her to look bad. See what she posted? No. So it was like, dang, I wish I could find it. I should have screenshotted it. But she was like, um, it was basically for the people who wanted me fired, blah, blah, blah. But she was saying that, like, there's more editors just like me. Or basically, like, you're going to miss, um, what was her name, Brie? I mean, Brie. Brie. She was mm-hmm. like, you're going to miss the Brie touch on all the episodes now. You'll realize that, like, if you go back and see what episodes I did. Like, she was trying to make it seem like her editing was so great and, like, we're gonna we're gonna miss out nobody i mean i don't think we're gonna miss you no like a lot of the bravo editors are shady and that's why we love them but they're not like i I don't like that she was purposely trying to make someone look bad like make them all look bad but don't just single one person out well i'm sure even the even the music video thing was not like to me that was like The way they edited it made it look so sad and thirsty. It made it look very bad. And even like the part where he's slapping her butt, like it was not a great, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like to me, that's like, that's not helping this girl out. Like, you no, it's it's not helping her out. But I still feel like even with her bad edit, I still think her being the one that's friends with everybody else, it's kind of weird. It kind of is awkward. All of her interactions, whether they're edited to be that way or not, they all felt kind of like inauthentic and weird. Ten years older than all of them, right? So that's why I just wish they would like split the show into two. Let's have like the Valley Village crew, yeah, and then let's have these new young people working at the restaurants. Like, I don't know. I'm just. I agree. I think that it could be a really good... I think what you do is you turn, like, the OGs almost, like, into, like, a Southern charm or a... 
housewife-esque, you know, type that's not really focused anymore on the restaurant. Because here's the thing, like, we all know that they don't work there. And they right. don't I mean, they, there. they can so, still go to TomTom Tom and TomTom right. Tom Garden if they choose to invest in that. And they can still right. have right. that association. But, like, let's have them be grown-ups. Let's show their other things. Like, you yeah. know, let's let's see them evolve. Like, why do they have to have this inauthentic connection to the restaurants and these new people and so 22 year olds 23 year olds that yeah. they know that they're not friends with them like the the reason why the ogs worked in the beginning is because they were all around the same age and they were all working together so now you have all these newbies that you're trying and i feel like james and lala were close enough in age to them that it worked like them being added to the crew worked but well, now, it worked because it was a few years ago, too. Well, so it was yeah, like yeah. when they were still working at the restaurant, they right, did have right. to work with those people. Right. But now well, it's, no, just it's just like, just follow Stassi on the book tour. Yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I just, I just, and maybe they, maybe will. they will. Who knows? No. I hope they do. I hope they hear the backlash because I know we're not alone in these thoughts. No, I also no. do. And I know this is bad, but like, I miss James Kennedy. <laughs> like drunk James Kennedy? Any James Kennedy. Oh. Like the James He's Kennedy like, we got this season was not a lot. And it was really like whatever. And also like Kristen, like I know that she's not friends with them really anymore. So like, but. I know, it kind of sucks. It's weird having her still part of the show. And like yeah, her yeah. storyline is just so sad. And like. Storyline is weak as uh, I don't know. I just I need I need it to have a makeover or I need it to end because what I don't want it to happen is for it to drag on for years and years to be this like shell of what it used to be. Yeah. And then you don't want to watch it because you're like, this shit is lame. Yeah. Because what's gonna happen? So literally what's gonna happen is they're gonna reach for storyline because they're still trying to fit them in a, a VPR storyline. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, no, no wait, don't do that. Do that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I also want them to film another season because they want um, to see Stassi's wedding and Lala and Randall's. But um, I do need them to solve this issue. Yeah, seriously. It, was, it wasn't a very enjoyable season, but it did sneak up that it was the end. Yeah. And can we talk a little bit about um, <laughs> Jax Taylor? <laughs> okay. So in the recent episode, first off, the way that they edited it was amazing. Like, I hope that Brie wasn't responsible for that because I loved how they showed what everyone was up to. And then they would cut in with an Instagram story from Jax. Yes. I remember when this was happening. Fucking raging. Raging. But this was right after we were in LA. And he, I remember... There was like a two-week time period where he was posting all these crazy Insta stories, like road rage in the car, like driving around, going to the gym all the time, like being crazy. And I remember watching them, but the way that they've incorporated them is amazing. I also, I know, I do love that. But and it also is so funny how he's, she's like, you've been to the gym three times. First of all, the fact that he, if he really did that class, because we have been there, we have done, we did that class. We've done that class. So the fact, if he does that class three times a day, he's insane. 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 I, but I think he does. That is 
not even acceptable. <laughs> like what? what? I could not, when I saw that, I was like, no way. I also think they're going to struggle a, a lot. Him and Brittany? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel, I think, I mean, she said it like, wait, was there an update to Instagram? What do you mean? There was. An update? What do you mean? Sorry. There was an Instagram update. Like Adding a- stuff to your story has so many new features. There's new fonts. There's all these new controls. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I did not. Um, that was. Not oh my god, I love this new font. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh god, my <laughs> you'll see it. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay, we gotta focus. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I was just like. Finishing my second lover boy, and I just thought this is a great time to take a photo. Oh my god, a great um, time to what? Take a photo and post it on Instagram. Um, yeah, so Vanderpump Rules needs some help, it needs a little CPR. Yeah, but does. I'm still gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch the reunion. I think the reunion is gonna be weird because, like, it's gonna have so many people. So I'm curious yeah. how they're gonna do that, but I am like. They'll probably Excited. do it in though. I guarantee you they'll do the OGs first and then bring the new people in when they talk about their story. But I don't even want the new people to talk. I know, but they're going to have to. They're going to have to talk to Dana. Dana? Did you think Dana, Dana was funny? Like her comedy? Yeah. No. Okay, yeah. I didn't laugh either. <laughs> Which, oh my God. Okay, so this I is- know they only gave two jokes, but I was like... You're not yeah. Okay. So I'm currently watching season five of Shaws of Sunset. Mm-hmm. And this season, Reza decides he wants to be a comedian. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. It is so bad. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. You know, it was also bad, like uh, the Jacques on Real Housewives of New York's oh. comedy set. Jacques was so bad. Like, what? That was so cringeworthy. Also, like, how, as a comedian, like, you're telling jokes and, like, no one's laughing. Right. <laughs> like, how do you keep going? I mean, you have to. I mean, what else do you do? I don't know. I think I would try to wrap it up early. Well, I mean, yes. I think some people who have, a, like, who have good sense they can tell but i mean if you so if you're booked to do 10 minutes you have to do 10 minutes i know but his it was painful and it was so funny though because all the ladies were like this isn't we don't understand a word he's saying oh my gosh but i understood every word he was saying and i didn't laugh at any of it no i i didn't i was like like well this is so bad so bad so cringeworthy like i was so uncomfortable during it but real housewives of new york is real good it is so good okay so can we (laughs) so many things so Uh, many things so many things to unpack okay dorinda yeah She's angry. She's very angry. I think it has a lot to do with John. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that she... she, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that she probably realized that she wasted seven years. Which, when they said they were together for seven years, I was like, really? 
Yeah, because she was with him when she started on the show, and they had already been together for years at that point. Which is insane. Yeah. Um, but when they, I so I think that okay, so I think that has a lot to do with it. That you wake up one day and you realize that you're not compatible with this person, and then you're like, I wasted seven years, or I've been with you for seven years, when it probably started off as it was supposed to be light, fun. Get my get my mind off the fact that like I lost the love of my life, you know. Because obviously, like I'm granted, I can't speak on anything like losing a like uh, losing a significant other or anything like that. But I do think at some point, like you either you move on and don't talk about him that much because Carol didn't talk about her ex did she talk about her late husband a lot I don't remember she did but it wasn't as much and it wasn't um like she would talk about it but it was more like of a positive memory whereas like Dorinda's is a lot more like sad it's like she's very like not over it it's almost like she didn't grieve his loss yes and she's just now starting to grieve it almost like maybe like you're saying the thing with john started as fun and it took her mind off of things and then all of a sudden you wake up you're still partying like crazy and you realize that like you're moving into this new apartment you don't want to live with him like so you don't want you don't want to you move want progress yeah. relationship. So if you don't want to progress your relationship with this person you've been with for seven years, yeah. then like why are you with them? And also at the same time, she's having all that stuff happen at the Berkshire's house, and mm-hmm. I think it's bringing up all these emotions, yep, all these memories and emotions, yeah, and yes. all these memories and things. And she's realizing that like you know she's sad, and she's maybe now like trying to grieve him, and. Also that like she she doesn't want to be with John. She wants some she wants something like Richard. She wants a love. She wants someone she that will take care of her, that will be with her, yep. that she doesn't just want to see when she's out at a party. And so I think that's probably what triggered it. I mean, that's a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. Like you do a lot of people don't grieve people's deaths. They find that's something true. to put all of their energy into yeah. besides it. But then years later, it sneaks up on them and it's normally worse than if they had taken the time to grieve it when it first happened. When it first happened. I mean, look at like, this is, you know, but look at Kanye West. I mean, that essentially is what happened. Like he did not grieve his mother. And then by not grieving it and putting your mind on something else, it spirals and you hold on to that. And then you begin to become somebody that you don't even recognize and I feel like that's what's happening to Dorinda and it's so painful to watch because it's like he's fixated on Tinsley and it's like why like you know I don't understand what (laughs) I don't understand why you know she's picking on uh Tinsley when you know, there's so many other things that I don't know. I I, I definitely think that she needs to see somebody, and you know, she probably won't. Um, yeah, I think she's jealous of Tinsley. Yeah, I think I think she's jealous of Tinsley because Tinsley 
is like younger. She is like, hasn't had to deal with some of the stuff that she's had to deal with, have the responsibilities that she's had to have. And I think she's, I think it's just straight up jealousy. And I think it's coming out like nasty. And I think like attack, that's her way of dealing with it is that she picks at her. She picks at her, she picks at her, she picks at her. Mm-hmm. How much did you want to be on their vineyard trip for Real Housewives of New York? Oh my God, their vineyard trip looks so fun, but also so funny that they were in the corn maze, which I've done a corn maze before, and that shit is scary as hell. Okay, I've never done one. I would have to be so intoxicated and you probably would still have to pay me money to do one. But also, I feel like I've seen pictures that the corn maze is like alleyway or whatever you walked through looked very small. Yeah. So I, so there's, I would be fine because it was daytime. The one that I did was at night. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, <laughs> you did a corn maze at night and you're still alive. Yeah, fucking Matt and his friends in Chicago wanted to do it, and I didn't know. I was like, okay, not really knowing what it is. Hello, I we live in Florida, and I was like, oh, okay, we're in a corn maze. Great. <laughs> I would have peed my pants. I would have been so scared. I mean, luckily there was there was like eight of us, so we were all together. Still. So it was fine. But still, I mean it was I mean, it was like scary at times. And like it's one of those things where you can't like you have to stay with your people. If right. Not, and you have you to finish off, it. Right. If you wander off, then like that shit's scary. <laughs> wow, wow. Watched, so this is so random. I just watched last night the episode in season three of Dawson's Creek when they when Dawson's making the his the documentary of like the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's when the Blair Witch Project came out. It's so funny. I was like, oh freaking nineties. So I love Dawson's Creek. It's so good. It's real good. This is around um, the time when Pacey and um Pacey and Joey are like becoming friends. Yeah, because season the end of season three is when he paints the wall. I think. Oh really? Yeah. Why did I think the wall happened like later on? I thought it was season three when he painted the wall. Oh, maybe because he paints the wall and then they go off on the boat for the summer and then they come back for their senior year. Because when I was a junior in high school, I was definitely allowed to go on a boat all summer with my boyfriend. Well, maybe you needed to live wherever the fuck they lived. In Cape Wilmington, Side. North Carolina or yeah, whatever. Well, that's where Carolina they filmed, but Cape Side? I don't even remember the town. Cape Side is the Cape town. Side. Oh, yeah, I did remember the town. <laughs> Never forget. Um, wow. God, I love that okay, show. Okay, sorry. It, uh, that was, uh, that was... Um, yeah, but corn mazes are scary, but that whole thing looked really fun. They also were so drunk. So drunk. And I love but how Sonia was them. like, I'm not going to drink. Sonia was so funny. She's like, ugh, another activity where we have to drink? Like, can't we just, like, drink water and, like, go on a hike, bitch? 
bitch. No. no. I want you drunk every episode because drunk Sonia is my favorite Sonia. Well, right. And you know that she is going to want to drink. Like, yeah. Get out of here. Out of here. Like, seriously, Sonia. And also, Leah, I like when you drink. And Luann, I like I when know. you drink. I like when all of you drink. If any yeah. of you become alcoholics and have to stop drinking for reals, I'll be angry. Right. Well, but I love when Leanne, uh, not Leanne, I love, I don't know where I got Leanne. I love when, um, oh, I was putting Leah com- and Leanne. Yeah, you're combining Leah and Luann <laughs> Leanne. Um, when Luann was explaining how she was at the, like, oh, you know, I was really thirsty and I just, I grabbed the glass, took a sip. It was vodka. I had a couple of other sips and, you know, I was okay. I was fine. (laughs) Well, because she wasn't really an alcoholic. She just got busted and had to pretend to be one to get out of having a drunken, crazy night. Right. And she even explains that. I feel like she even said that to Leah. She was like, I never, or was it Leah? Or yeah. She was like, I never really thought I had an issue. You know, I fell in the bushes a couple of times yeah. <laughs> that one time. <laughs> Love it. The only part that was sketchy about her like drinking again is then when they're like, but are you still going to AA? And she's like, right. well. <laughs> of course not. No, what? but she was. She said she was. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, but cool. I think she quickly stopped, but she was still for a hot second. But because I, I think I it was like in that happened. awkward time of like when her probation's over and stuff. But yeah. so it's so good. I love New York. It just yeah. like I just love it. It's so funny. They're so crazy, those women. Insane. Also, okay, we have to talk real quick before we move on to Beverly Hills. That boxing trainer oh my needs God. his own show. So he looks... Who does he look like? He's apparently been in a bunch of other reality shows. Really? But I don't know which ones. But Heather McDonald said that on her podcast that came out today. was oh, like, okay. I'm so behind on her. H1s. But he is so funny. Yeah. He... And like... Tinsley, so the thing about Tinsley that bothers me is, like, her annoying whining voice. And, like, I feel like if she didn't do that, I would like her a little bit more. But it's just, like, lady, you're working out. Why are you whining to this man? Yeah. she's, like, fine with it. No, but I loved it. Because then we got these iconic scenes of him being, like, Dorito, Dorito, Dorita. And then she's, like, that her name is Dorinda. And he goes, when she changed her name to Dorinda? Are you kidding me? (laughs) But the best is when he was, like, what's up with all these names? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then he said, like, something about Tinsdale. Called her Tinsdale. And then she was, like, you're right. Because... My name isn't Tinsdale, it's Tinsley. Oh my God. He literally is amazing. And today on his Instagram account, he posted like all of his favorite Real Housewives of New York scenes that he's in. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. He's, I feel like he needs a like half therapy, half workout show. Yeah. Because his actually his advice has been pretty good. I miss I miss having workout shows. Remember that one show with like Jackie? I think her name was Jackie. Was oh yeah, she was terrified me. It was mm-hmm. crazy, but like I kind of love. I like shows like that. Like I watched it. I watched that yeah. show religiously. Same. 
Her show yeah. was so good. I mean, that was like early Bravo. But maybe he's next. Maybe. <laughs> How amazing. Get him a show. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Um, okay. So oh good. You know yes, who else definitely. needs their own show? Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Denise Richards. Oh my god, yes. But I also feel like yeah, she I mean she's great. I think so. I mean, this last episode was just like fantastic. Mainly because I feel like this is season two, Denise, coming out of her shell. Like, I am not basic. Like, you're acting like you don't know who I am. Like, I've been... First, my thing is, like, we all... You have to be some sort of crazy to be married to Charlie Sheen. So, like, she could be an amazing human. And she probably is. But a little, a little bit of her, bit of her, her a little, a little off, off to be with him, you know? 100%. I think she's a great person. I think she really is. I think she's a great mom, but I do also think she is probably a little crazy. But she is giving us, like, reality TV goals. Her interviews, her confessionals are so good. When she's like, I'm fucking Denise Richards. I've been on every magazine cover that you ever wish that you were on ever. And then when on, like, real time, when Kyle, like, apologized for calling her a ragamuffin, Denise's response was to post, like, a photo of, like, all the magazines. Yeah. Like, because at the end of the day, like, yes, just like, okay, not as crazy, but just like Candy is like, I didn't need this show. Correct. Like, I am, I'm on the I, fucking mass Singer. Right. <laughs> that too. And I love her. She's like, you've been singing my songs before I, before I was even on this show. Yes. Lit last, uh, last Sunday. But, yes. but the same thing, like the, most of these people, not most, but like this Lisa Renna, the, you know, Denise Richards, Candy, they didn't need Real Housewives platform, but why not take the opportunity exactly. to expand and be like, okay, Maybe I can get some extra money from this. Great. What can I make it? And I applaud that. Like, of course. Yeah. Mike was like, why is she on the, why is she a housewife? Because so last night I was a little behind. So I was catching up on shows. And so Mike watched two episodes of Beverly Hills with me, which was amazing. And he was like, why is she on? And I was like, because she's like the highest paid housewife now of all time. Like right. there's rumors that she got a shit ton of money to do this. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't you like you were married to Charlie Sheen. So clearly like you don't care about like being associated with something that is looked upon, looked down upon or like not seen as like great, which a lot of people think uh, reality TV is not great. So like, why wouldn't you like, it's easy, like three to $4 million where all you have to do is go to some parties with some annoying bitches (laughs) Drink well, your so Casamigos. And so she thought. I mean, I feel like... I mean, things year, are going to change for this season. I know. But still, yeah. like, even still, even all that aside, honestly, like, yeah. I get that, like, the rumor is that, like, Aaron didn't know about the affair or whatever it was, the one night stand or whatever. Yeah, and really. so obviously, like, yeah, that is damning. But at the same time, like, who cares, Denise? Like, clearly... All these other ladies had threesomes. They all talked right. about it, except right. Kyle, who 
I'm over Kyle. Mm-hmm. Like so, okay, a over things, a couple of things I want to talk about. One, I just, quickly I want to mention because I was listening to Heather McDonald today. It's old when she, um, I think it was the episode that she interviewed Sutton, and she was like, she was re- I think it was that episode. She was recapping Beverly Hills, and she was talking about Erica Jane, and she was like, clearly none of these friends of yours read your book. Because all the things that she talked about, this is the like working at Shakers and also the like, oh yeah, is in her book. And yep. she was like, clearly these people aren't that good of friends because they did not read your book. And they were like so shocked and like so appalled. Um, but anyway, that's not what I want to talk about. I just wanted to bring that up. But can we discuss, because I feel like I used to really enjoy not really, but I used to enjoy Dorit a little bit. Yeah. But I feel like now I like I feel like she is very pretentious now. And I feel like she feels like she is too good. And she's the, like she's always like dressed really well and whatever. But I feel like it's always a competition to one up. And even the whole like I was on, I was on Kyle's side about the whole makeup thing, like the whole glam and like whatever, because it is true. Like we're going, you're going to a retreat. You don't need to spend five hours in glam, and then you're having a photo shoot. Then you're coming in workout clothes, and you're not even working. Like that would make that would have made me too. Like if I was in that, I was in that. I I think that it's only like that for Kyle because she did go so early in the morning and she's had that crazy schedule. Like, but I also like, I think it's one of those things where like, like I would be mad at Dorit, but at the same time, like I can't really blame her because that's the kind of person that she is. Like, that's just like how she is. But I agree. Like I, so in the beginning I did not like Dorit. Last season, I kind of started, I liked her. And then even the beginning of this season a little bit, I liked her. But, like, I don't like her right now because I feel like she thinks, like, I feel like she thinks she won because of everything from last season and how, like, I really do think they all got together and oust the queen. That Lisa's out. I think Kyle thinks that she is the new queen. And I think that Dorit thinks that she like like she won some sort of thing because she like that was her storyline like her storyline was so great and now i feel like she's just picking fights and yeah. like saying shit like the just thing was like so ridiculous like all she and anybody has been in that situation where somebody says something and you're like not something, but like somebody says, oh, I have a surprise or, oh, so-and-so might be here. And you don't know who so-and-so is. And you're like, oh, shit. Could it be my ex? Could it be this? And you're like, oh, I'm going to freak out. I'm going to like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. You know what she I mean? She literally, though, she just said, because they showed, they flashbacked. It just yeah. said, I'm going to flip out. It didn't say I'm going to freak the fuck out. I'm right. going to flip the fuck out. Right. She and just I'm said, I'm going to flip out. Yeah. I'm going to flip out. And like, yeah, okay. You might not know what that means. But like, who? And then I loved, I loved how when Lisa Renna was like, "Well, what does that mean? Are you gonna?" And they showed her like slamming a glass, and it's like, "Yes, you can't talk. You can't talk shit. Like you guys are crazy. Yes, like 
for her, she might have just been like, I might leave. I might, I don't know. And I just think that Dorit is, I don't know. I think she's reaching. I think she's reaching for storylines. Puka de Pepo, really? Oh, yes. Seriously. That was so funny. We actually have a running joke in our house about Puka de Pepo. And so as soon as she said that, Mike was like, ugh. Um, but I think that she also is just tries to deflect. Like she wants to be involved in everything, but she doesn't want to be the center of attention because people might bring up her shit. Like yeah. Sutton did allude to. Yeah. I love Sutton. Yeah. I, so I, in the beginning was like, uh, no, your couture talk, blah, blah, blah. But I'm starting to like her after listening to her on Heather McDonald's podcast. I like her. I think she'll be good or yeah, definitely. I think she'll be good. I just think that she came off a little, I think, and I mean, I think she has a lot of money and she's always had a lot of money. And so I think that she's just, she is not like naturally like a pretentious person, Yes. but her pretentiousness, which I don't know if that's a word, doesn't bother me the way Dorit's does because Dorit's I feel like is fake. It's fake. Like Sutton, I think she's, I, I like some of the things she says, like make me cringe, but I still enjoy it. But at the end of the day, I think she's authentic and I think she's real. And I think that she asks people questions like the whole situation that got, she got into with Teddy. Like, I think she was being honest. She thought Teddy was going to be boring. They said, be honest. She was honest. She She got shit for it. Yeah. She was the only one that was honest. She didn't like, she also like the way that she handled the thing with Dorit. Like, I just like, kind of like, I like her. Like, I think she's kind of like a no bullshit like person. And I love how she was like, I could say things about you, but I'm not going to bring them up. Like she easily, like any of the other women, if they were like the new person in the group, and they didn't have, like, you know, a close tie with Dorit or have some sort of understanding, would have brought it up in that situation. Yes, 100%. So I really like her, and I really like Garcelle, and I really like Denise. Love Garcelle. And I really am not liking Kyle this season. Kyle can go. And I'm also not liking Teddy, because I think that Kyle and Teddy, like, I don't, like, I don't, like, Dorit's so weird about their friendship. I think she just feels like... Yeah, she's jealous and I and whatever, but like I just also think that like they're I don't know, there's something about them that annoy me. Mm -hmm. I can't put my finger on it yet. I yeah, I but Kyle is like ridiculous because she the same reason though that she was upset about Denise is something that Teddy did. Yes. And also Denise, I'm sorry, Denise, when she had them over to her house for pizza. Like, was wearing jeans and a red sweatshirt. Like, okay, she had an ice sculpture of a diamond because that's their theme on the fucking show. Right. It was like, it was, like her house wasn't anything extravagant. It was just, mm-hmm. just an ice sculpture. Who cares? She had an ice sculpture of a diamond. Sculpture. And Those it's not that expensive. No, and it's not like she could be like, well, I have a diamond because the, we're on the Royal Housewives of Beverly Hills and right. that's our thing is a diamond. Right. Like, right. she couldn't say that. And so, right, I mean, her party, it was perfectly fine for our standards, but they, like, I, it wasn't even like it was that elegant or anything. No. Not but, at all. I don't know. I, I'm excited for what's to come, though, on that show, for real. Yeah, like, I feel like that show's going to be great. And then Below Deck Med starts soon, too. 
I know. I can't wait. Yeah. And then we can talk next week. We can talk um, Camp Getaway. Mm-hmm. Did you watch that? Okay. I didn't get to it yet. Okay, that's fine. So next week we can talk a little bit about that since that's like a new Bravo show. Yeah, but I did. So I've been watching Top Chef because it's a show Mike does like. And they had an episode where they actually went to the camp that Camp Getaway is at. Oh my God, really? Or if it's not that same camp, it was it's a similar camp. But yeah. it's in, and it's in California. And um, it's a camp for adults. Oh, yeah. That and camp is on the East Coast. Okay, so there's a similar one in California, and they did an episode at it. And um, I, f- I really want to go to an adult camp. I know. Wait till you watch this because I feel like that is, I feel like we're going to do it. So the Morning Toast Girls, they throw a weekend every year that's a camp. There? Oh, for adults. No, they do their own. They like- do Camp Toast. They oh rent God. out a camp. Oh, that's right. And I really want to do it. Oh, yeah. I want to go. I want to go to camp. It doesn't have to be that one, but like, I'm in. You could go to Camp Getaway. Like it, find out it how much sounds it is. so fun. Yeah, like so many people like went for their birthdays and all that kind of stuff. Wait till you like watch it, and we'll 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 dive a little yeah. bit. The talk. one on Top Chef, it was like 200 like moms in some like mom group on Facebook yeah. planned a getaway to an adult camp so they could have a kid free turn up weekend. <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing! And the 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 Top Chef contestants, it was so funny because they like had to wake up at five or four a.m. because their challenge was brunch for the the moms. Yeah, and they were like all complaining because they were up until like three singing karaoke below them. Jesus, I was like, sign me up! <laughs> I need to watch um, uh, Project Runway. Oh, I said that I wanted to to watch it because I, I missed this past season. I know Serena so good. at the end. Um, she was on the finale. Yeah, She's yeah. so good. I love I love Project Runway and I yeah. like I don't love um uh the girl, the host. Oh shit. I don't but I love Christian Siriano as the mentor and I love all the judges. I love the judges. Um, Elaine Maxwell who she just got married this past weekend. Oh. And um, she got married on her her stoop. I think it was in Brooklyn. Oh, yes. The black girl. All the flowers. Yeah. So she's a oh, judge on Project girl. Runway. Oh, it was okay. stunning. And everybody was wearing white and they had, they were like, I saw that. It was okay. beautiful. I was it was the best. I was wondering who she was because one of the event planners that planned it, I follow. Oh, okay. I was wondering who she was. And then when I clicked on it, she's like an editor or something at Vogue. Yeah. She works at Vogue and she's a writer. And so she's also a judge on Project Runway. They don't ever say Vogue because um, Nina Garcia is uh, the editor, editor-in-chief at L, So they only ever say L. But um, I love her on the show as a judge. She's really good. And she always aligns with the people like that I like. Always, She's always like, their favorite or whatever yeah. her wedding was so beautiful beautiful uh, yeah so it was so pretty flowers were insane insane and such a, like a clever way to like still have the wedding because she was like i didn't want to wait like yeah. and so it was just a, like a great way to still do it and have it be beautiful and like special I love it. but yeah so she's a judge i love her um but this past season was really good yeah it was really good I love that show, though. Okay. Well, on that note, 
We probably have been like two hours, but you know, we had a lot of shows to talk about. That um, and like we don't get to interact with people a lot. Yeah, that's true. So now we just like, you know, this is where we interact. We <laughs> also I've had three lover boys. Oh, so have I. My doorbell's about to ring. Ooh. Pizza um, <laughs> man. No, it's UPS. Oh. Um, but yeah, on that note, we wait, what are you getting delivered? I have no idea. Oh, I just saw. I just saw the person. I never. That's kind of delivery. I never know because sometimes Matt has stuff, and then so I don't know if it's mine. I don't know if it's his. Who knows? It's probably the mystery. Um. Okay. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and tell your friends to subscribe, share everything, subscribe, review. Subscribe. We're trying to get our numbers up. Up. And um, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.